I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited for today. I hope you are all doing well. Today is a massive content creation day for me. Um, I have one day a week that I don't have any meetings, and it's honestly my favorite day of the week. I love meeting with my team. I love I love it so much, but the amount of productivity I get out of a day with no meetings minus our team huddle is insane, and I look forward to it. And so that is today. I'm recording a lot of podcasts, some videos, So today is going to be a leadership-focused podcast um, about receiving feedback as a leader and how important it is. And I want to share some takeaways uh, with you from a book I recently read, Radical Candor. Um, It was a very good book. I did another podcast just about... Um, being specific with the way you communicate and that was also inspired from that book Um, so you can listen to that episode I think is 157 so that was a really good episode but this episode is um, also inspired from that book but is about receiving feedback as a leader and there after reading the book there was a couple things that we changed in our company um, because I implement super fast so like literally right after I read it (laughs) we implemented these things and so um Receiving feedback as a leader is extremely important, but even more than that, creating a culture of where everybody gives each other feedback, direct feedback is crucial. And I've worked at this since I started growing my team, since I started reading leadership books um, in various different ways. And you don't create that culture just by saying like, oh, we give each other feedback. It has to come from the leader um, like owning that and representing that um, in themselves. And so not just for me, like for from me, but then that trickles down to my direct reports who manage people. And so it's really important that my entire leadership level on my org chart um, of all the people who manage other people are able to to receive feedback and give feedback. Like it's so crucial um, in a very open, direct way. And so what I mean by that is like our culture at Hirsch Marketing is we're going to give feedback positive and negative like all the time. And negative feedback is not really seen as like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. That's never the case. It's like, this is how you can do your job better. And this is like how you can improve. Um, And and on the flip side, as a leader, I want that feedback constantly from my direct reports. I love the feedback. I love it on all areas of my life. Like I want people to tell me what I can do better because I always want to be better. But that's my personality and not everybody's built that way. Um, so you have to create that culture. So I've always worked at creating that culture, but there's a few things that we implemented after reading this book. Have you gotten your hands on a copy of Ignite Your Impact? 
Ignite Your Impact is not only about conquering digital marketing and overcoming Facebook ad anxiety, it's about you. It's about changing your life and your business and positively impacting the lives of others with your offer. This book is the entrepreneur's guide to using Facebook ads to build an audience of true believers, make millions of dollars, and spread their message like wildfire. Go to hirschignite.com and learn how to radically connect with your audience, focus your marketing spend, generate amazing leads, retarget like a pro, and even more expert-level secrets. Again, that's hirschignite.com. And so I want you to take away one that you need to make sure you are creating space to receive feedback as a leader. It's so important because how can you expect your team to take feedback if you can't take feedback? And that means like knowing when to say, I was wrong there or tell me why I was wrong. And then you have to respond to it well. So you can't, you know, people can't get in trouble for voicing frustration or voicing concern or voicing that something doesn't work well. Because if you you know, show up and represent that um, if you give feedback in this company, you're going to be reprimanded for it. Nobody's going to give feedback. Nobody's going to share with you. And that's like super dangerous because if you don't have that collaboration, especially from the people in your company who are like implementing in the day to day and doing the actual work, it's like a really big gap. Um, for me, like I, I, not require like I I rely on that feedback from my team because like my ads managers they have the best intel out of anyone in the company because they're in the day-to-day delivering for our clients they know what's working and not, and not working and I'm not just talking about marketing strategies I'm talking about our processes and delivery as a company they know when something's not working with a client or when something felt like a little bit rocky or when something wasn't smooth or we need we have a process that's not efficient like they know that better than me I don't know that so I rely on them to give me that feedback and never reprimand them for telling me oh this is not a good idea or this doesn't work you know I want that but you have to create a culture that's willing to do that and willing to give that feedback and feel safe and comfortable doing that so that's the first takeaway which has been you know, something in our culture forever. Like I, I love the feedback. Um, but a couple things we changed was how I was getting that feedback. So there's a specific way that you can ask questions. And this was kind of the takeaway for me because a lot of times, like if you just go and say like, do you have any feedback for me? The person's going to say, no, they're not really going to have something on the top of their head necessarily that they have, unless something's going on and they're like, you know, having a hard time or they're mad or whatever, then they might have the feedback. But how do you consistently ask for it and get it? And so what we shifted is one, we do monthly self-assessments and that is credit to Alex Sharfin. That's part of his system. Um, We do monthly self-assessments in our company where the team member um, comes to us and gives a self-assessment. And we have various questions in there that we ask them, like, what were your wins from the last month? What were your struggles? Like, which Hirsch marketing value did you carry out? Um, What are you going to work on over the next 30 days? What did you learn about yourself? So we ask them various questions. But I added in the first two questions was, what can your manager do to be easier to work with? Or what could your manager have done over the last 30 days to be easier to work with? And what can your manager do to help you do your job more efficient, more efficiently and productively um, or better? Do your job. I think I said, I think we said more efficiently. So we added two questions that specifically say, and here's the catch. Like, here's what I learned. I could have easily added a question for what feedback do you have for your manager? And like a lot of people would put none or they'd barely put anything. 
um, or they put a vague like surface answer. But by being specific, go listen to episode 157 and asking what can your manager do to help you accomplish this or what could your manager do to be easier to work with will make them think like specifically an answer to oh what could they have done to be easier to work with or what could they what could they do to help me do my job better or more efficiently and we also put on there you have to put something (laughs) you can't put like none nothing you're great and um my managers are encouraged like I had a meeting with our whole management team and I said you know if someone does put you nothing because because that's kind of the the gut response sometimes you don't want to necessarily give that feedback and maybe it is hard to think about like I have awesome managers maybe they're doing their job and like they can't think of anything but out of 30 days there has to be one thing that you could come up with that like would have been awesome if you did this or would have been awesome if you did this differently or better or change the way you communicated this um and all of my what was interesting in mine is I got the same feedback from two out of four of my direct reports, which was that they wanted more due dates and clarification around priorities. They would have never told me that. Like it wasn't a big enough problem that they were struggling. It was because they had to sit there and think what's the one, what's one thing that Emily could do better to support me. And so now that I know that I can implement that across all my direct reports. Like I love, like the feedback is so great. Yes. Like, thank you. And so having making them think specifically about that has been so helpful and then we also have it so that you know the managers below me are getting feedback from their direct reports I also can go review that feedback if I want to to look for themes are there themes where my leadership team is not getting the right amount of training and how to support their team you know it's like so valuable um, to have that feedback but you have to ask for it not just do you have feedback for me yes or no what can I do better what is one thing I could do better here? What is one thing I could have done better here? And that's what I learned from the from the book um, is how to position that question. So we added that into our self-assessments and then we also added it in. Um, so I added it in when I have a weekly check-in call. So all of my direct reports, for the most part, we check in twice a week for 30 minutes. So a total of one hour a week. Um, and we do a one-on-one check-in, right? And we have various things. My direct reports run all their check-ins. Like they just come to me with updates. I maybe have a few things for them. Um, but at the end of, of one a week, at least, I ask, what can I do better to help you do your job? Like, what can I do? What can I do better is what I ask them. Um, and I usually, and I'm pretty consistent with that question now. It's just, what can I do to help you do your job better? What's one thing I can do? And what that's doing is it's training my team throughout the week when they're not checking in with me to be thinking about what could Emily do better? Because I know she's going to ask me that question. (laughs) Um, And so it's training my team to think like, how can we do things better? How can we improve? And that constant like questioning, which is really important. So the summary here is that one, if you are managing a team, and I'm actually going to talk about how I implemented this in my personal life too. But if you are managing a team of people, you have to create a culture where you receive feedback. If you don't, it will really damage your business. If you're not good at receiving feedback or you're not open to feedback or you're not able to receive feedback um, or you get angry when you receive feedback, really check yourself because it will create a culture where nobody will say anything. Um, a lot of corporations struggle with this. And that's why I love like my company is so like it's not corporate, you know, we have this like freedom to speak like in and and I have a lot of millennials who 
Like they care so much about their happiness and their job satisfaction. And I love that. And so you have to create a culture that supports that. But if you're not receiving that feedback from the people who are in the trenches doing the work every day, then it is very damaging. And if you're not giving that feedback to your team and like what happens in in corporate companies that this book talked about is they do it like once a year, right? And performance reviews. And that's not going to do anything like the the powerful feedback comes in the micro times that you say it that take two minutes where it's like you can just be direct with like, hey, I would have done this differently. You never should feel like you're holding something back from sharing it with your team member. Now, you you share it nicely. You're not like you suck, like, you know, do this differently. You're just explaining like, hey, this didn't work out for this and this reason. I would have done it this way. What do you think? And you're having a conversation around it, right? And that way your team is always okay with receiving feedback, is expecting feedback, and is okay with giving it to you. And then the other key piece here is receiving, how to receive it as a leader. It's not a yes or no question. It's not, do you have feedback for me? It's specifically, what can I do better to help you do your job better? Or let's say you go through a launch. What could we have done better in this launch? What could I have done better to support this team in this launch? And you have everybody write down everything they can think of. Or you go into a client meeting. You come out of the client meeting with your team. What could I have done better to support you in that meeting? Do you see how like then it's like, and if they don't think of something, you're like, come on, like you could think of one thing. Let's just think through this. Like, Give me one thing I could have done better. And then make them think of one thing. There is always one thing. So being a leader is also so, like it's relevant in all your relationships. And so I started thinking about this and I'm like, I'm going to start asking my husband this. I'm going to start asking him this every week. Like, what could I have done? What's one thing I could have done differently to better support you this week? Or what's one thing I could have done differently to make you feel like I care about you this week? And it's actually started some really good conversation because I'm asking him specifically, you know, in the past I might ask like, like, are you, you know, are you good? Or like, is there anything I can do to help you? And he's just like, no, you know, but if I'm asking like, what is one thing I can do better in this area, then he can give me an answer. And my kids are too young, but if they were older, if they were, you know, probably like 10 and they could have that level of a conversation of like, what could I actually, I might be able to ask them now that I think about it. Like, well, I'd be curious what they'd say, but it's relevant for them too. It's relevant for any of my relationships because I can ask that the direct feedback and it opens up conversations that are so much more powerful than the surface conversations that we usually hide under. I mean, like our, as humans, for the most part, like at least for me, I just generally tend to avoid conflict. And so I would rather not get into like a deep conversation with someone and be like, well, you should do this and I'm so angry about this. Like I just, I just don't say anything. And so how often does someone say like, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, good, right? Or like, you know, are you good with this? Like, yeah, and and just like doesn't speak their mind. You can lead and pull it out of people and, and like light those deeper conversations by asking someone a deeper level question and asking for that feedback. So this was really eye-opening for me. Um, and I usually, when it's eye-opening for me, you know, I share it with my leadership team. Uh, we implement, we change a few things. And then we also, um, you know, I share it with you guys. So I wanted to share this with you guys today. Let me know if you had any epiphanies on it. 
Highly recommend the book I read. Radical Candor was great. I actually did it on audio because it was a little bit dense of a book. Um, and so I really, I listened to it on audio and I re-listened to a couple of big chapters because um, I listened to my audio on one and a half speed, <laughs> which maybe you're listening to this podcast on that fast. But I really love the book. Um, I, I'm always looking to improve my leadership. And as you can see, like improving your leadership will improve all your relationships in your life. Um, because really, I don't, I don't have like a business and a personal life persona. I'm just me. And so if I can improve how I communicate in my business to my team, it will improve how I communicate to my kids, to my husband, to my friends, to my family. And having direct, giving and receiving direct feedback is a massive, like it just really opens up a lot in your life for deeper connection, for improving yourself, for understanding people. There'll be a lot of things that you'll be surprised if you start asking people these questions, you would never have known their answers. You would never have known their answers um, unless you ask these questions. And and we're leaders, like it has to come from us. In my relationship with my husband, he's not gonna initiate that question. You know, he's not gonna come up to me and be like, Emily, this is what you could have done better. I have to ask for it and that's fine. You know, that's that's the way it is and that opens up for him to ask me that and on him, you know, for me to give him that feedback. It opens up that conversation and same with my team, same with friends and family and my mom, like conversations that we wouldn't be having if you can create a way to have those deeper conversations and receive and give feedback around your feelings, around your expectations, around whatever it is. You will improve all those relationships, but especially the ones with your team. Thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now and I'll catch you next time.